0: Out is uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Bryce Cherry joining us now from the Waco Trib. The man, the myth. And there he was. We were at our new perch watching the game last night. Bryce, welcome back to the Mosley Show. It was good to see you last night. I thought it was a successful opening night i'm sure there are several things you gotta kind of get the kinks out i my favorite thing that worked was uh on a cold rainy night when i parked over at the herd center there was a media shuttle waiting right outside i hope it was there for you as well but uh i thought that i thought that worked out pretty nicely how was your first night at uh, foster pavilion
1: yeah i actually didn't see the the media shuttle i maybe i took off too soon before it could pick me up but uh i had an umbrella so i was i was okay i didn't melt i'm not made of sugar Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but no it was uh it was a great night a, a fun experience seeing uh you know a building open up for the first time and um you know, obviously, we got a chance to see it a few weeks back with uh, the media tour and mm-hmm. and kind of get the the behind the scenes look at at that point and and they you know they did a lot between uh, those few weeks and and yesterday when it opened up. Uh, that said, I mean, I do feel like there are some things they still have to to finish out. You know, I mean, uh, you and I rode in a service elevator that uh, certainly is far from completed (laughs) with some, some duct tape on the, on the walls and the plywood Mm -hmm. floor. And it, it was something, but, uh, but no, the arena itself is gorgeous. And I think, uh, a welcome, uh, change for, for Baylor in terms of, uh, smaller, cozier, louder, um, you know, and then all the bells and whistles that go with it, um, the players after the game, Ray J and Jacoby both talked about uh, the light uh, and it was clear. I mean, you could, a, a lot of the pictures from the game, both, you know, uh, Rod ate a lot for the trip and, and others. I saw Baylor athletics and, uh, sick and different people taking pictures. Uh, you know, they look like film pictures, you know, I mean, it looked like Hollywood was out there lighting those pictures, you know? So, um, it's, it's a pretty impressive place and I think uh it's going to be cool for uh big games like Kansas and uh you know just uh, other games that you know will uh will will draw a huge crowd once the the buzz sort of wears off.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be uh nice. I'm sorry you didn't the shuttle was like literally when you came out of that loading dock was right to the le- uh as you see Clifton Robinson Tower, it was right next to the tower over there, and uh, okay. so yeah, I'm, yeah, I, miss, yeah I'm,
1: that's I i it, you know i I had my little uh, trip to New York City to watch the Bears play Duke, and I did a lot of walking uh in New York city, so i'm I'm an experienced big city walker
0: I was there too uh i i you know I thought that was kind of cool of Cornell. And apparently they had a couple of Texas kids that that was kind of neat. Some of their families got to see them play. But I thought they were the perfect group to open that arena because it was like they didn't quite threaten. Although that big run they went on was a little scary for Baylor. I mean, they got it to 10, I think, at one point. But, I mean, they probably weren't going to beat Baylor. But you didn't want that team, whoever that team was Baylor recently beat that was like 0-12 or something. You don't want that. You just want something that's kind of fun and somewhat competitive. And Cornell fit the, fit the bill. I mean, they're, they're a different kind of team. But uh, I kind of like their coach. He got a technical at one point. They had some players that were kind of mouthing a little bit during the game. Um, I just thought Cornell showed pretty well last night. And so it ended up being – I think that was a good way to open up the arena. And I thought they, uh, I thought they acquitted themselves very nicely.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think the Ivy League is is a generally pretty good basketball league. Um, it's done well in the NCAA tournament. It did well against Baylor one year in the NCAA tournament with with Yale uh, beating the Bears. Uh, of course, that led to the famous uh, Torian Prince quote about rebounding. I mean, that was uh, that was one of my all time favorite press conference moments. Where where that uh, writer asked asked uh, Torian about how does yale uh out out rebound Baylor and you know he had the northeast Baylor accent you know and and torian gave the well you know you go up you grab a rebound and uh and that's that's what you do <laughs> I mean, <it> was, <laughs> love that but uh but you're right cornell uh you know i think they tested Baylor at times with with the press and with that princeton offense they were running and uh, you know, it was a fifteen-zero run in the second half. Got down to seven, I think, at one point. But, um, you know, Baylor Baylor persevered, and you know, Baylor's size and depth, I think, you know, was gonna was gonna win out in that matchup. But definitely a good kind of back to basketball, uh, game for Baylor as it you know gets its feet wet again before uh, starting Big Twelve play on Saturday.
0: Golly, did I look up there? Did it get to 77 to 70 now that I'm thinking about it? I And I mm-hmm. have to admit, I was, was even
1: wondering. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's wild. I was wandering around even more than I usually do. I mean, I, it's not shocking to see me in any venue moving around, visiting with people. But yet last night, I just wanted to see and check out everything. I thought those uh, – Bryce, I thought those video boards were kind of the hit. I mean, I – I like the general feel because it has a field house. It's called a pavilion, but it has a field house, old, uh, a little bit of a, a nostalgic type feeling. The top, um, I don't know what you would say, that kind of exposed steel. Uh, I'll put my architectural hat on. I, but just something about even above those video boards. Now, video boards we can talk about. Those were, I think, kind of cool, uh, Look good. But even kind of above that, you know what I'm talking about. There's like a uh, on that where we were looking. There's kind of a field house, and I don't know. It gave me kind of an Indiana feeling, and yeah. and I think you used the word cozy. I would say yeah, cozy, intimate. Kind of sounds like a romance novel breaking out here, but I I think <laughs> uh, I think it had a nice feel to it.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely, and I, I know what you're talking about. I would say maybe the facade is what was what we're talking about that that sort of uh you know uh, angular uh I, neither one of us are clearly ar- architects but uh <laughs> that that yeah kind of um field house looking um uh, environment that that's cool uh and it, it does give you more of a you know just a, an intimate setting where, um, you know, you don't see as many empty seats. Now, will there be games uh, eventually where, you know, the place isn't full? Sure. But clearly there are going to be fewer empty seats because you're in a smaller arena. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, I I think it's a good thing for Baylor. And, yeah, the video boards were were incredible. Um, uh, it, It was interesting because obviously that doubles as the scoreboard. Um, you know, they don't have a center-hung overhead scoreboard, which I kind of like. I like that it's open, you know. I mean, you get this sort of open vibe um, without the scoreboard in the middle. That said, there were times, uh, obviously I have a live stat feed on my computer, so I'm following the game that way as well. But there were times where, um, you know, a play might happen and, and the video board would uh, would show some sort of you know hype video you know I'll make make some noise or whatever and and it would uh, sort of leave the score for a second and, and I, that sort of bug, bugged me but mm. there are like other areas that you have to just sort of learn where to look uh, yeah. like the ribbon board that sort of circles the the arena uh, has a scoreboard on it as well so um, I, I personally like to have a scoreboard to look at you know whenever I want to see the score.
0: Well, after covering a lot of NBA games I like actually having a stats monitor at my little workstation there is mm-hmm. the truth of the matter but I uh, now we're back there uh, you were to my left so is your view are you're not seeing are you seeing can you see in front of that goal or were you were you having to see through the back of that hoop from over there no, on I, the left side see, where you were I could
1: see I, I, uh, you know, not to uh, make myself sound important or anything, but uh, I did, I was able to sort of picked my seat on when we had our media tour. So that was nice, you know, I said, yeah, this is where I want to be. So uh they made that happen for us, so that was cool. Uh yeah, I, I like I like where we are. It's an upgrade uh from the from the media perspective from the Farrell Center uh where we had kind of been pushed a little bit to the rafters, which is not an uncommon trend in in modern college basketball or even in in the NBA. I mean, um, mm-hmm. they've, they've given those uh, court side seats to the, to the big money uh, people that will, you know, pay for them. And uh, yeah. media, you know, <laughs> media gets uh, kicked up, you know, a little higher uh, because of that. But uh, no, I, I really like our seats and um, uh, I thought we were going to be, well, we are, we are next to the, to the Baylor bench originally uh, during warm ups I think Cornell, a few Cornell players were sitting there, but, but that is the Baylor bench that's, that's,
0: yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. And we're closest to like where Bill Gates sits.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. Which he, I don't know if you noticed, but all throughout the game, uh, yeah. once, once I finally spotted him, uh, it was Stephen Hawkins that actually spotted him first. He was sitting next to me, but, uh, once, once I spotted him, and I would look down there. It always looked like he was looking up at us, but he was look obviously looking up at the video board that was behind us. Uh, but, but it was like, does he know we're talking about him? I mean, what, yeah. What's, what's the deal? <laughs> you know.
0: I thought it so. was because I had zeroed in on him and just tweeted about him, and he was mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah. you know, "What's Mosley doing up there?" What's but Mosley uh, doing there?
1: You know, don't he, don't yeah. let the cat out of the bag that I'm here. <laughs>
0: yeah I am um, i I really uh I, I'm gonna I should have come to that tour I knew that was a bad move because I'm kind of back there behind the basket all and it, it was which is okay except for I like that dog that scrappy doo or whatever that scooby and Christian the man and that little baby whatever that thing was little Pomeranian or some kind of dog I kind of like that act. And, and, yeah, well, and some and- of my I had a little bit of an obst- obstructed view on Scooby and Christian uh, <laughs> as that guy was doing. I never it's a weird act because he does a lot of um, balancing on basketballs and the dog just kind of hangs out and then the dog gets a part of it and, and kind of walks all over him. I mean, my dog does that similar stuff, but like not while I'm hoisting myself up into the air.
1: Maybe we can. What's your dog's name? Maybe we can have a Mosley and uh, Scout. And your dog, Scout. Okay, yeah, that would be. That could be a show. Uh,
0: Scout, you know, so. Scout, and Mosley, and the dog. The dog does jump up on me a lot, and no, it's a long-haired <laughs> Dachshund, also a stone-cold killer. If a possum gets in the backyard or something, like literally, it's like a, and, and it's it's kind of a, it's a nice kill. You know, I mean, I don't think you want animals that. Play with you know like make a make a death linger like the possums are gone literally within three seconds the the life is over it's a very it's a it's a very tough dog the dachshund <laughs> that I have did you go did you happen to go try any of the concessions out or did you
1: just I did not I okay. partook of the uh, of the free media yeah. fair uh, the Chick fil A yeah. but uh, I, that I, that was I, fine I, I just I want noticed- you- yeah, I noticed a lot of people in line for it. You know, I mean, uh, well,
0: I, I, <laughs> I I just wanted to tell you the the one area that was weird to me was they you get you pay for your drink, they they then say here they put a little barcode, they put a sticker on your drink, and they say after you get the ice, use this barcode over there before you fill up whatever drink. And I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, I just want i want to diet Dr. Pepper and just move on about my business. So there I go, and we're all over there trying to figure this out. So I get my ice, and then I have to go to a little like at Starbucks, where you, you, I don't know if you have the Starbucks app, you have to kind of put your app, you kind of have to hold your app to a certain place, or like with Mm -hmm. your credit card, you know, Mm -hmm. you have to tap it, right? this is the tap. It's a tap. So you have to tap your little card that they put on there, uh, the concessions, folks. And then, and of course, you know, like I do, once your fizz goes down, you try to get a little more, right? Like anybody would do, like any normal human would do. But this thing stops. Like, you got to get one hit. You got to get your drink in one hit. Or if you try to go back... And and fill it to the brim, you get cut off. Um,
1: So is it not unlimited refills is what we're saying?
0: It's not. It's not. And and I even tried to go back and see if I could scan it back in and get the thing to work, and the answer is no. So I found that to be, like I never totally understand on stuff like that, what the upside is? Like, no, who I'm is that you. helping? I I never understand. Like, is that just helping the get more people through the line quicker? I I don't know, but that one was that's, odd to me.
1: That's that's kind of annoying. I would agree with that. Uh, yeah. Well, so, but the but, but, but
0: yeah I the the actual look of the place. Um. Yeah i <laughs> I said. I just found myself last night saying I, that it was a barn, and I meant it in the nicest sort of way. Like, I, I, and a better word for it is the field house. It just had a, that kind of feel is what you want. And it, they did capture that. And yeah. whether it be Hinkle or whatever we're comparing it to, what you don't want is to show up in it to feel like the feral Center or something. Like, that would have been really bad. Right. It's, it's, and not it's, that we don't love the Farrell Center. It's just that no. if you're going to spend a bunch of money, uh, y- you know, and and do something and make it smaller and all of that, you want your own different, cool look. And they Absolutely. did accomplish that, and I think that yeah. is great. And the, and the Fosters, how about that, Paul and Alejandra? I was joking earlier. You just kind of feel like if somebody gives a hundred million, they've been making hundreds of millions for years and that they're going to be like old people you know i mean i i don't mean that rudely i just meant you know they're going to be um you know advanced let's just call them mature and paul and alejandra to me look like pretty young folks i thought my gosh paul and alejandra gave a hundred million dollars and i mean they're not much older than us bryce they're about i think they're maybe you know a couple of years older than us i thought that is that is impressive stuff. So, kudos yeah. to the Foster family, and then uh, Paula Hurd, uh, and of course her late husband Mark. Their name is on the court, and uh, so you know, I thought I thought the court looked good. Everything looked good, and you're right. The lighting is kind of cool because what you want is the kind of theater type thing where we're kind of all up in the dark in a sense, and then the light, the the court. Just has tremendous lighting, and they did they did get that. Like I I see no issue with the lighting. Now they're going to have to fix. Apparently, the TV people that watch it on TV were really complaining because I I just think the wherever the camera is must be like extremely high, mm. and so the, the that that was uh, I don't know if you saw that on Twitter. You don't check Twitter as much as I do. That was a no, big
1: complaint. And I, I did see that, and. Uh you know, I, I, who knows if that's fixable? I mean, that may be just where it is. Uh, obviously, if you've watched games from from iba over the years, you get a kind of a similar sort of nosebleed type camera camera angle. So, um, you know, that might that's that what might, it was. Yeah, it might be just one of the the downsides uh, of the of the move. But yeah, I'm with you. I think they, they put a lot of really neat features in, like um, you know, just the homage to to past uh, championship teams with uh,
0: mm. the
1: courts, uh, like the Indianapolis court, uh, and I guess oh the, yeah, uh, the, the Indianapolis courts because the women won their first title in Indy and the men won in Indy, so uh, that was pretty cool. And then uh, I love the. Uh, the sort of outline of the tr- the four trophies that are right in front of the scores table. Um, I don't know if you noticed that, but uh, that's a bit of a flex, you know. I think, as the kids would say, I mean, that's like, hey, uh, you know, you want to check into the game? You're gonna have to stand on our four uh, little championship trophies here. You know, I mean, <laughs> we've got four. How many do you got? You know, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I,
0: I do like that. I just hope I didn't really study the banners. I do hope they got that WNIT banner moved over in there. Okay, I, okay. I think that was a Sonia Hogue <laughs> mm-hmm. banner. Right. Let's make right. sh- <laughs> let's make sure we brought that over. Um, Bryce, good stuff. Appreciate it. Great to see you there. And um, again, I hated even I, now that I've brought the the concession stand. I mean. You know the ultimate, because of course we get free stuff. But uh, I needed a soda. I don't think we had access to soda. All right. But that's uh, right. yeah. But for the most part, I think even though you and I are both kind of cynical, we're not above complaining. I think I think we had largely positive reviews, and I do mm. think you and I probably should team up on like a architectural type story and i think we could yeah. really yeah, we yeah. could really have some good stuff all right but uh yeah. hey appreciate it i'll holler at you right. soon thanks matt you bet bryce cherry sports editor of the waco trib and that this was a big night for the waco trib they had rod and the whole gang over there taking pictures doing all that and um it was a good night it was a good night for all as we opened up Foster Pavilion and again thank you so much to Jason Cook and his staff President Livingstone the whole group for uh uh letting us be over there at uh, Clifton Robinson Tower which is part of the pavilion um oh kind of the plaza the uh, Foster Pavilion Plaza they had laser shows they have awesome graphics on the side of the building um so they do a nice job over there and that's where we got to do all our shows from thanks to uh Jason Cook, the Chief Marketing Officer for Baylor University. All right. Um, we're-